0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dorney's Vinyl. Here we are, episode 19 of season 5. If you're new to this podcast, if this is the first time that you're listening, I appreciate it. Uh, You know, I I appreciate any new listens. And and everybody that has heard this podcast before, thank you for coming back for another episode. This is a weekly podcast. Every odd-numbered podcast is going to be an album review such as this one. Every Even-Numbered Podcast is going to be an EP Extra Podcast. Half of those are guest stars featuring my wife, and the other half of those are little tidbits of information. But here we are today, the second podcast of 2023, second episode of 2023, episode 19, as I said earlier. We got an album review of Asia's self-titled debut album, Asia. So what I'll do is I'll get into a little bit about the band, I'll talk a little bit about the album, the personnel on the album, and then I'll get into the track listing. We'll take a short little break, and then the second half of the podcast will be my song rankings, my song opinions, and then my album score. So, Asia. It was a supergroup formed in 1981 in London, England. And if you're unfamiliar with what a supergroup is, as I was when I first saw the term supergroup way back in season one, is it's essentially formed of members from other bands that have were already established. So this group Asia was formed by John Wetton of King Crimson, Steve Howe of Yes, Jeff Downs of Yes, and Carl Palmer of Emerson Lake and Palmer. Asia has was active from 1981 to 1986, and then again from 1989 to the present. They have sold nearly seven million certified albums worldwide, with 5.5 million certified records in the United States. And they've released 13 studio albums and 23 singles. On the U.S. US Billboard 200, they had two top 40 albums, two top tens, and one number one. And on the UK Albums Chart, they had two top tens and one top ten, or two top 40s and one top 10 album. In the U.S. Hot 100, they had four top 40 singles. And two top 10 hits in the UK singles chart, they had one top 40 single. So now we get into the album. So Asia is the debut album released by the band Asia. After King Crimson broke up in 1974, bass guitarist John Wetton went through numerous failed supergroup attempts. He attempted a project in 1976 called British Bulldog with Bill Bruford and Rick Wakeman, and then another group in 1977 called UK. UK released one album, but they were mostly unsuccessful, leading to their breakup in 1980. In early January of 1981, Wetton and former Yes guitarist Steve Howe were brought together to start writing material for a new album. They would eventually be joined by drummer Carl Palmer and keyboardist Jeff Downs. Two other players auditioned for the band, including Electric Light Orchestra's Roy Wood and Trevor Rabin. However, they did not join the group, stating that the chemistry just wasn't there. The band's self-titled debut album was released on March 8, 1982, and it peaked at number one in the U.S. and number 11 in the U.K. Reviews of the album were mixed. Robert Chriskow, who is the record reviewer that I will go to all the time because he he's the big name i feel like that comes up in the 60s 70s 80s 90s give it a c minus writing quote the art rock foreigner is a find rare that a big is a fine rare that a big new group is bad enough to sink your teeth into anymore but this is just pompous schlock in the grand manner and after listening to two lyrics about why they like their girlfriends three about surviving and four about why they don't like their girlfriends i'm ready for brain salad surgery end quote However, in a retrospective review by Allmusic's Tom Demelon, he rated the album 4.5 out of 5 stars, writing quote, Asia's strengths were the powerful vocals of John Wetton, the nimble, classically tinged guitar work of Steve Howe, Jeffrey Down's majestic keyboard playing, and anchoring the band, Carl Palmer's propulsive drummering. The lyrics are overwrought at moments, but there's no denying the epic grandeur of the music, which provided some much needed muscle to radio at the time and did so with style." And the album would certify four times platinum in the US with four million certified sales, and it certified gold in the UK with 100,000 sales. Billboard and Cashbox called it the number one album in the US in 1982. So the personnel on the album, the band, consists of John Wetton on lead vocals and bass guitar, Jeff Downs on keyboard and vocals, Steve Howe on guitars and vocals, and Carl Palmer on drums and percussion. That is probably the shortest personnel listing that I have done on and for an album uh, in a long time. And the album was produced by Mike Stone. So now into the track listing. So, track one on the album is Heat of the Moment. The track was written by John Wetton and Jeff Downs. It was released as the first single off the album and it peaked at number four in the U.S. and number 46 in the U.K. About writing the song, Wetton said, quote, The lyrics are an abject apology for my dreadful behavior towards a particular woman, the woman I would eventually marry but divorce ten years later. The chorus began its life as a six-eighth country song, but when Jeff and I started writing together, we moved the time signatures around and heat of the moment emerged. No one else particularly got the song, and it was the last song to be recorded for the album, end quote. And one of the lyrics of the song, You Catch a Pearl and Ride the Dragon's Wings, was inspired by the cover of the album, which was created by artist Roger Dean. It's very interesting to me that they had the cover of the album before all of the sounds for the songs for the album were written. Act two is only time will tell. It was written by Wetton and Downs. It was released as the second single off the album, and it peaked at number 17 in the U.S. and number 54 in the U.K. About this song, Wetton said, It's fairly self-explanatory. It's my lyrics again, a very personal one about the end of a relationship. And it's my verse, Jeff's chorus. I had been stockpiling songs during the lead-up to Asia, and a lot of my lyrics were about personal experience. Joni Mitchell is one of my all-time heroes, and she is undisputed queen of the confessional. End quote. And Cashbox magazine wrote about the song. Quote, it's a multi-layered progressive rock production with a simple, easily flowing melody at its core, thus providing a little something for both the rock and pop band. End quote. Track three of the album is Soul Survivor, which was written by Wetton and Downs, and it was released as the third single off the album. Track four is one step closer, which was written by Wetton and Steve Howe. Track five is time again, which was written by Downs, Howe, Carl Palmer, and Wetton. Track six is wildest dreams, which was written by Downs and Wetton. Track seven is without you, which was written by Wetton and Howe. Track eight is cutting it fine, which was written by Wetton, Downs, and Howe. And track nine is here comes the feeling, which was written by Wetton and Howe that concludes the informational portion. There was not a lot of information out there for me to find about the album. However, when uh, after this short little break coming up, uh, I'll come back with my song rankings, song opinions, and album scores. So stay tuned. Alrighty, I'm back after that short little break here to give you guys my song rankings. Song opinions and album score. So how I go about the song rankings, I listen to the album from start to finish. Along the way, I write little notes about each song. And then at the end of each side, I rank the songs. And at the end of the album, I rank the songs on the album. So at number nine, I have Without You. So this one had a very soft beginning. I liked it because I felt like the album needed something a little bit slower. Um, and the song just didn't do it for me, though. Uh, it had a very catchy tune. Uh, and i will say most of their songs did have a a very catchy tune the the way that their songs are composed re- kind of remind me of rush like i don't think that they sound like musically similar to rush but i think there's like the way that they compose it and, and kind of the different sounding sections and and, and how it goes about sounds like k- kind of rush rushish rushish uh this is definitely the longest instrumental riff so far it was feeling like i was feeling pretty good with it Great guitar uh, and synthesizer meshing or keyboard meshing, whatever you want to call it. And my favorite lyrics were, Make our way through the broken day, I couldn't stand to stay without you. At number eight, I have Cutting It Fine. So, the song almost starts uh, acoustically, but I think that it's just at a different pitch than the other songs. Lyrics on this one, I, I thought were they were uh, slightly corny. I Haven't had too much to say about the lyrics Though until now I'm expecting a Big instrumental riff Somewhere uh, On this song The, the mid one was kind of weak uh, Although I feel like it's coming Just with the way that the last Verse of the song was paused And I, The instrumental part though was very interesting um, You know we went with like a, slow, a Fully slowed down piano At the end uh, with some brass, almost brass-sounding keyboardish sounds. I, I don't really know how else to describe it. Very strange ending, in my opinion, though. Uh, but my favorite lyrics were, You gambled all on one important game, Now take the debt and don't complain. At number 7, I have One Step Closer. There's a very interesting introduction, or, or, or intro instrumentals on this one. I don't know how to describe it, really, other than that it doesn't, the song doesn't start like almost any other song on the album or or band, really, in that for that matter, uh, that I've heard before. Their choruses have kind of gotten weak on the past two songs. This was song four, so tracks three and four that kind of had some weak choruses. There's so many unexpected moving parts, though, to their instrumentals and, and their instrumental riffs. The vocals, I felt like, were a bit lacking on this song. Um, I guess that this is considered pro- progressive rock. I wasn't actually really sure. But I really liked the sound of the ending riff. It's almost in a higher, like, and, and, and throughout the whole album. Like, the guitars are almost in a, a, a higher pitch than other guitars on other albums. But then at the very end, the riff goes down a bit. And my favorite lyrics were, So many lines, You heard, you've heard them all. A lie in every one. At number six, I have Soul Survivor. This one had a pretty good instrumental to start the song off, and it's interesting because it is definitely like rock, like I've like I've been saying. It's it's definitely classic rock and, and and rock music, but it sounds like it's so unique and it almost stands alone into its own genre. I'm assuming then it's it's progressive rock, but even so, like there's a lot of other progressive rock that doesn't sound like this, and 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 really the only other that sounds like this is Yes, but that's cheating because two of the four members are from Yes. This song, though, almost didn't really fit on the album. Uh, the lyrics, I felt like they took a step back on this one just a bit. They, they really need to let their guitar shine more. And the drummer definitely does a good uh, a good job of this is going to be an oxymoron, but indiscreetly obvious. Like You don't know he's there, but at the same time, you know he's there. Very interesting two-thirds riff. It's it's definitely not the typical wow factor, and none of them really are on this album. But my favorite lyrics were, And from the wreckage I will arise, Cast the ashes back in their eyes. At number five, I have Time Again. This one had a kind of ominous introduction with the guitar, and like the it almost sounded like choir-like singing, choir-like lyrics versus... I feel like they, they just, like, can't let things play out for an entire song. Like, they use an instrumental, and it's like, okay, after one minute, you're not allowed to play this instrumental anymore. You gotta change it up. Very kick-ass riff at the start of this song, though. And, it, and it, honestly, it was getting me, like, hyped up, like I am like I was ready to go do something. Like, just, just go compete at something. It's an, another interesting riff after the first chorus. It, it pauses, and then you get, like, a couple, like, keyboard notes. It's a, this, this song had a pretty solid two-thirds riff, on uh, I will say. Uh, the guitar gets a chance to, sun, to shine. I'm, I'm really surprised that as a band, they don't use more like random just sound effects that are just thrown in there. My favorite lyrics for this one, For what I give you, I get nothing in return. Can't forgive you watching all your bridges burn. At number four, I have Here Comes the Feeling. This is was not, like, an ending song tempo, because I'm very picky about my ending songs. That wasn't the tempo that I was looking for. It it felt like it had, like, a fun tone to it, but I don't feel like the album is ending. This song had somewhat hopeful lyrics, though, and, and there's a nice guitar riff at the end of the song, and there definitely were some nice drums as well on this one. But, it, like like I said, it doesn't feel like the album is ending. Again, you know, this song had a very simple chorus. I, I think this one, though, I, I like the chorus on this one the most, though, uh, out, of, out of the strictly song title choruses that I, I think I mentioned a little bit later on. This song grew on me, though, as it went on, which is why it's at number four. It's a pretty, uh, very, honestly, abrupt ending, though, but my favorite lyrics for this one were Now I can see you, now I can feel you, now that I want you, now I can touch you, next to me, here it comes. At number three, I have Wildest Dreams. So they are definitely picking up where Side One left off with their unique song intros and and very interesting song introductions. Such a strange first lyric on this song. Uh, and, And honestly, the whole song is a bit odd to me. You know, the vocals were a bit strange, but this honestly was like my number three. It's the fourth chorus in a row where it's pretty much just the song title being repeated. It's a very, very interesting synth- or, or keyboard riff after the second chorus. I'm assuming it's keyboard because it honestly, to me, it sounded like a synthesizer. But there's no synthesizer player, so maybe keyboards and synthesizers are used interchangeably. I don't know. but I, So I, I referred to it as a synthesizer in my notes, but it might be a keyboard. Very nice bridge to this song, though. I, I really liked the bridge. A very nice drum solo, incredibly done. You know, It would have been fun to watch him perform this drum solo just because of the way that it, it sounded. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, They recommended euthanasia for nonconformists anywhere. Some men's dreams for others turn to nightmares. This never would have happened in their wildest dreams. At number 2, I have Only Time Will Tell. I, I You know, I was wondering if that was like a synthesizer at the start of this song. Again, I'm, I'm back and forth between is it a synthesizer or is it just keyboards? But, you know, very nice. I really like the guitar riff in, in the introduction of this song. It's very interesting how they go to the piano on the first verse, um, and, and, and there's definitely some guitar-zo that's thrown in on the second verse of the song. They have pretty solid, in my opinion, um, really solid, harmony vocals, and they also have really good um, musical transitions within the song, and, and, and that goes for pretty much all of their songs. Overall, I, I think that they work very well together as a band, like, like, all of the instruments mesh well. There's there's none that are really, like, oh, this one is the, the star of the show. They all mesh well, and they all sound good together. And my favorite lyrics for this one were, Now sure as the sun will cross the sky, This lie is over, Lost like the tears that used to tide me over. And finally, my number one favorite song off of this album is Heat of the Moment. Heat of the Moment. I really like the opening guitar riff, this is by far the most popular song on the album and you know the guitar riff, I can just tell that it's heat of the moment every, within like a second Very 80s rock vocals, uh, it, it, it's hard to describe it other than that it's 80s rock vocals The chorus of this song, is it's so lively but it's so short and, and it honestly kind of sounds reminiscent of Survivor but I guess Survivor is not as popular as Asia, so maybe Survivor sounds like Asia? I don't know. Very unique instrumental. There's really no Wow Factor guitar riffs, and really none of their songs had a, that Wow Factor guitar riff, but it was toned back with drums and rhythm. I like how the song seems to get faster by the end of it. Um, and, 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 you know, there's like a guitar riff. Nothing extravagant, but it was very, very well composed. Uh, and my favorite lyrics were... Do you remember when we used to dance? And, is, and incidents arose from circumstance. One thing led to another. We were young. And we would scream together songs unsung. So that is my song ranking. So now we're going to get into my album score. So lyrically, or, or, or so I'll, I'll start with, I give it a score out of 10 on three categories. That is my opinion. Lyrics, vocals, and instrumentals. Lyrically, I gave this one a 7. Uh, the songs that I pointed to lyrically were Heat of the Moment, Wildest Dreams, and Here Comes the Feeling. Vocally, I gave this one a 7.5 with the songs I pointed to Only Time Will Tell, Time Again, and Heat of the Moment. And then instrumentally, I gave this one an 8, pointing to Wildest Dreams, Here Comes the Feeling, and Only Time Will Tell. So those three categories equal what I call the Dorney score. And the Dorney score gets multiplied by 2, and and so is out of 60 points when we get up to the total score, which is out of 100 points. It then gets a score out of 10 on based off of its US chart position and its UK chart position. So it was a number 1 album in the US, so I gave it 10 points, or it got 10 points, and a number 11 album in the UK, so it got 6 points for that one. And then it gets a score for its, its charting singles in the US, so uh, it got 4 points for having a number 4 single, and 2 points for having a number 17 so it scored 6 out of 10 points there. And then I give it a score out of 10 on album score or uh, uh, sorry, album cover. This one had a very creative cover so I gave it 9 out of 10. I think that's the best album cover score in season 5 this far. So total score Asia's self-titled debut album Asia had a very nice score of 76 out of 100. So that concludes this podcast about Asia's Asia. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Next week's podcast is the midpoint of season five. It's going to be a movie review of the Weird Al, whatever the heck you want to call it, biopic comedy, I don't even know, uh, uh, the one that's on the Roku channel, Weird the Al Yankovic Story. I'm excited for that. I've seen previews for it. It looks interesting. I don't know too much about Weird Al, uh, so I, I'm, I'm interested to see that. If you're not already, go follow me on Instagram at Thorny's Vinyl. We are in the midst of voting for season six already, uh, so all of those uh, polls brackets get posted on my story. Um, you know, double double albums, soundtrack albums, uh, the the um, and and then the albums, the regular albums, such as this one. Next week's, like I said, the next album podcast is going to be the double album, Elton John's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, for stay tuned for that coming up in two weeks. And the only other thing that I have to say is that if you're interested in buying your own records, if you want to start your own record collection, I have an eBay store, Dorney's Vinyl. I have 33s and 45s listed for sale. If you're interested in that, go check it out. Uh, I, I think I have, knocking on wood here, all good reviews, so I guess I'm doing something right with my shipping and, and, and grading. But... If you're interested in buying some records, go check that out. And thank you guys. I'll talk to you all next week.